Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. He had possession of heads. He had a great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the testimony concerning Isaac. And in Galatians chapter 4, verse 28, the Bible says, And we, brethren, as Isaac was, we are the children of the Which means that Isaac's destiny is our destiny. If Isaac wants great, then you will also want great. If Isaac went forward, then you will also go forward. If Isaac grew, then you also you will grow. If Isaac became very great, you also will become very great. If he had a lot of possessions, you also will have a lot of possessions. And if people envied him, then you also will be greatly envied in this life. If you believe all these declarations, lift up your right hand and say, I receive three times. I receive two. I receive three. I receive. And clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. The story of Isaac is a story of somebody who advanced and progressed in his life. May I remind you of the scriptures I quoted earlier on. It says, and the man waxed great. And he went forward. And he grew. Now, these words describe progress and advancement. And I want you to believe with all your heart that God's intention for your life is that you will advance and you will progress. Because to progress means to go forward. To progress means to grow or to develop. And to progress means to forge ahead. 
you will no longer stay at one position in your life marking time. Amen. No more will you be playing running round the garden in your life. Amen. Wherever you are currently, God's supernatural ability and favor will come upon you. It will translate you from the level you are at and will carry you to a higher level and a higher dimension of your life. If your amen is loud and emphatic, your blessing will be set. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To progress, to advance means to increase in quantity and in value. And it means to improve. It also means to rise in importance. And in status or in rank. If people don't respect you today, the hour cometh and now is when they will begin to salute people will start greeting you by heart I said people will start greeting you by heart have you noticed that if you are somebody of importance and value everywhere you go people begin to salute you and most of them do that because they are looking for something from you. May God greatly lift you up in this life. Amen. That people will begin to look for something from you. If currently in your life nobody comes to you to ask for anything, then Nora, it means that you have not yet arrived. But you will arrive. I said you will arrive. I said you will arrive. Where people will now begin to worry and disturb you. In Jesus' name. You would change from becoming that person who goes to disturb others and you become the person that others will come to disturb. Shout your loudest, amen. Amen. Shout another loud, amen. Amen. And so I've been sharing with you important steps to progress and advancement. And the first step I shared with you is that you must believe with all your heart that God's plan for you is to progress and to advance. Number two, you must recognize that real progress and advancement come from God. Number three, you must develop a strong desire to progress and advance. Strong desires come from the heart. And if the desire is strong and intense, it will emanate from the heart. Anybody who has progressed and advanced in this life, 
you will discover that more often than not there is a certain strong intense desire that drove them in their field of pursuit and so if you want to advance and progress in your life in any area of your life then you must have a strong and intense desire that comes from deep inside of you the fourth step to progress and advancement in our lives is that we must act on our faith and we must make some moves toward progress and advancement. It is not just enough to have faith because the Bible says faith without works is dead. If you have faith, it must be backed by actions and it must be backed by works. Thank God that you believe in God thank God that you have faith that you will pass your exams but you must put your faith into action and you must act on your faith by making, making sure that you sit behind your books and you study and you learn if you want your business to improve and you have faith that it will improve don't just sit there and put your hands in your demrifa do you know demrifa do you know demrifa in between your knees like here in between your, your, your thighs your thighs not your knees okay there are many people who claim to be believing God for something. But apart from believing, they are just there. No move. No show. No action. You must rise up and act on your faith. Abraham and Sarah believed God for a miracle baby. Abraham and Sarah no mu jinya miedi. And in their old age, they arose and began to do things that usually young people do. It was not easy for them. Come and see Abraham panting. Abraham or Tasso. Panting. But it was not easy for him. But he knew that faith without works is dead. And so if you want to progress and advance, you need to make some moves. Tell your neighbor, arise. And begin to make some moves. Tell your neighbor you like that too much. So, so doctor, without doing anything, from today, Let's see your action to support your faith. Clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus. Yesterday, I was with a sister in church. I went to look at a project, a building project that she was doing. And I went to pray 
over the project. And she told me that pastor I want to tell you something. She said to me that last Sunday when we were coming to church we were quite late. And by the time we got in you were already preaching. And she said she and her family walked into the church she and her family walked into the church at the time when I was making this point number four where I said that you must act on your faith and make some moves and she said when she heard that word it stirred up something inside of her and she realized that this was a message from the Lord to her. Because she had been thinking about what business she can add to her regular job. And she had different ideas. But she hadn't yet acted on those ideas. But when she heard this word, she decided that it was time to move. And she told me, Pastor, as we speak right now, I have already started making the moves to start my own business, my soap making business my sanitizer business my hospital detergent business and she said within a very short time I have made a lot of progress this is the testimony of somebody who decided that I'm not just going to sit there some of you are waiting for somebody to dash you 20,000 Ghana cities. You are waiting for 20,000 Ghana cities. 20,000, Before you make a move. My friend, that's not how it works. Ask yourself, what do I have? What can I do with what I have? Have you noticed that in the Bible, many times, when God wanted to do a miracle, he would direct and ask certain questions. What do you have? For example, he asked Moses, what are you holding in your hand? And Moses said, a rod. Through that rod, the mighty hand of God was revealed. And through that rod, God delivered the people of Israel. When Elijah met with the widow of Zarephath, she only had a little flower and a little oil but when she believed God a great miracle was done that day and that barrel of flour and that cruise of oil it never ran dry 
Because God touched that little thing that the, she had. And a great miracle occurred. When the widow of a prophet went to see Elisha, that my creditors are after me. And they are threatening to take my two sons and go and sell them. Elisha asked her, What do you have? She said, Only a little oil. And that day, God did a great miracle. And that little oil became a lot of oil. She was able to sell the oil and make enough money to settle her debt. My last example. When Jesus wanted to feed 5,000 men, excluding the women and the children, what was available was five loaves of bread and two pieces of fish. When Jesus received it, he lifted it up and he gave thanks. He didn't just reject it. That this thing cannot do anything great. But he thanked God. Begin to thank God for even the little things that you have in your life. And as you are grateful for those little things, the miraculous power of God will come upon that thing. And it will turn into something great. Something superior. Something fantastic in your life. Shall I receive it? I receive it. Hallelujah. Now, the fifth step to progress and advancement in our life is you must learn to encourage yourself in the Lord when you face challenges in your quest to progress and advance hallelujah Amen. encourage yourself in the Lord when you face challenges in your quest to progress and advance. In other words, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. But learn to hold on. Psalm 31 verse 24. Psalms 34, Psalms 31, verse 24. It says, Be strong and let your heart take courage. In other words, encourage yourself. It continues. All you who wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Amplified Bible. I read it again. Be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. How many are waiting for God to do certain things in your life? How many are expecting God to do great things in your life? And how many are waiting for God to move on your behalf? 
As you wait for the Lord, learn to encourage yourself. There will be challenges. There will be difficult times. There will be battles you have to fight. But learn never to give up. And learn to encourage yourself. There are things you will see in this life that will discourage you. That will make you feel like giving up. Sometimes you do everything that you can. But things don't play out as you expect. In those times, during those moments, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't tell yourself that it will never work. That it will never get there. As you wait for God, as you wait for your expectations to materialize, as you wait for God to fulfill His promise in your life, learn to encourage yourself and learn never to quit when the going gets tough. And so they say, when the going gets tough, the tough must get going. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Timothy chapter one verse eight. New King James Version. Second Timothy chapter one verse eight. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. And this is Paul writing to Timothy, his son, in the ministry. Nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Now jump to verse 11. To which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. In other words, I'm having a lot of challenges. And he says, nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. What was Paul saying here? That when I set out to preach the gospel, when I received the call of God on my life to become a preacher to the Gentiles, it came with a lot of challenges. It came with a lot of struggles. It came with a lot of persecution. And as I'm writing to you now, Timothy, I am actually in prison. From the very look of things, I may actually lose my life because of this gospel. But then he says to Timothy, I am not ashamed. I am not disheartened. I am not giving up. I am not quitting. Because I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded 
that he would take care of me. In other words, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you don't learn to encourage yourself, you see, don't expect your encouragement to come from outside of you. The greatest encouragement for yourself must be from within you. You are the best person to encourage yourself. Because there are times when people do not expect anything great out of you. But may your life never be defined by the expectation of others. Amen. May your life be defined by your own hopes and aspirations, fueled by your faith in the Lord. Amen. And I say to you, there will be trying times, yes. There will be challenging times, yes. But don't quit. Don't quit. Don't give up. Hold on. Tell your neighbor, 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 a change is coming. Tell your neighbor, things are going to become better. Things are going to become better. A great change will occur in your life. Your situation will change. Your circumstances will change. Your environment will change. Your life will become better. But don't give up. 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 Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. The sixth step to progress and advancement in your life is that you must avoid the distractions. Avoid the distractions. Keep your focus on advancing and progressing. I'll say that again. Avoid the distractions. Distractions are things that are trying to take your focus and your concentration away. But if you want to progress and you want to advance, then one of the steps you need to take is to avoid the distractions and keep your focus on advancing and progressing. Hallelujah. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4. Reading from verse 1. New Living Translation. I'm sharing with you important steps to progress and advancement in your life. I don't just want to tell you that God's plan for your life is to progress and advance. But it's my duty and responsibility to show you the steps to that progress and advancement. I don't just want to give you fish. But I want to teach you how to fish. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1 to 3. Sambalat was very angry. When he learned that we were rebuilding the wall. 
he flew into a rage and mocked the Jews saying in front of his friends and the Samarian army officers what does this bunch of poor feeble Jews think they are doing do they think they can build the wall in a single day by just offering a few sacrifices? Do they actually think that they can make something of stones from a rubbish heap and charred ones at that? Tobiah the Ammonite who was standing beside him he remarked that stone wall will collapse if even a fox walked along the top of it. Verse 6. At last, the wall was completed to half its height around the entire city. For the people had worked with enthusiasm. But when Sambalat and Tobiah and the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites may God deal with every Ammonite in your life. Amen. May God arrest every Ashdodite in your life. Amen. When they heard that the work was going ahead and that the gaps in the wall of Jerusalem were being repaired, they were furious. They all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. But we prayed to our God and we guarded the city day and night to protect ourselves. Jump to verse 10. Then the people of Judah began to complain. The workers are getting tired. And there is so much rubble to be moved. We will never be able to build the wall by ourselves. Meanwhile, our enemies were saying, before they know what's happening, we will swoop down on them and kill them and end their work. The Jews who lived near the enemy came and told us again and again. They will come from all directions and attack us. So I placed armed guards behind the lowest parts of the wall in the exposed areas. I stationed the people to stand guard by families armed with swords, spears, and bows. Verse 15. When our enemies heard that we knew of their plan and that God had frustrated them, we all returned to our work on the wall. But from then on, only half my men worked. While the other half stood guard with spears, shields, Bows and coats of mail. 
leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall. And the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting their load and one hand holding a weapon. Hallelujah. It's a long passage of scripture. But I needed to read through them all. And point out something to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So here is Nehemiah. He had an assignment. To rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. But he met a lot of challenges. And he met a lot of opposition. Whenever God has a special assignment for you, expect to meet opposition. Expect to meet challenges. Never be surprised when people rise up against you and they begin to attack you and begin to accuse you and begin to do everything that they can to stop that assignment from moving forward and from progressing. In Nehemiah's case, there was Sambalat, there was Tobiah, and those other guys. How they resisted him. How they intimidated him. How they accused him. How they did everything that they could to stop the work from advancing and progressing. It got to a point. The workers became tired. And they became discouraged. And Nehemiah met a lot of challenges. But he did what he had to do. He avoided the distractions. He avoided the things that will stop him from pressing on on his mission and on his assignment. He refused to stop the work that God had called him to do. He kept his focus and he pressed on. In spite of everything Sambalat and these other guys and I'm saying to you my friend that for you to progress and advance avoid the distractions avoid anything that is trying to take you off course the distractions will come they will come but when they come Refuse to be distracted. Keep your focus. And press on. Sometimes in life. You will meet people. Who want to quarrel with you. Who want to fight with you. It is a distraction. Decide that you will not be caught up in that. Avoid them. Keep your focus and press on. It is not every invitation to fight that you must accept. Should I say it again? I said it is not every invitation to fight that you must accept. Neither is it that you must accept every invitation to quarrel. 
Sometimes somebody wants to quarrel with you. But the quarrel will only happen if you decide to quarrel. My friend, if you are going for an important meeting in town and a trotro driver crosses you, he casts some CB that you almost ran into him. It is an invitation to fight. And it is an invitation to quarrel. But tell yourself that this invitation I will not accept. Because the way it is, no? if you go and follow this thing, the trotro driver and the mate, they will beat you. I said they will beat you. Please. Somebody was telling me about some ah <laughs> Esther, Esther was telling me they were in a bus and the mate was trying to charge them more than he should charge them. And one guy gave the money to the mate. And the mate gave him less than the change he was expecting. He kept insisting, give me my change. Give me my change. Give me my change. The mate said, I don't mind you. They've increased the transportation. When the guy got to where he was getting he got down. Picked a big stone. And as the bus was moving, he threw it. The driver stopped. And the mate ran to him. And they caught him. And they beat him well, well. Then I think he did something else. Then after he finished, he ran to his office, which was not too far away. But as for the beating, they beat him. I say, it is not every invitation to fight and to quarrel that you must if Nehemiah had accepted that invitation he would never have finished the work and the assignment that God had given to him learn to keep your focus learn to keep your concentration and don't allow things to distract you you want to build a house focus on building the house they don't wait, they come and tell you that there's some new bit currency, uh, bitcoin investment, something, something, something to do. So, the money that you should use to build, you are, you are going to invest it in something that you don't understand. I've been to school for many, many years, up to today. I don't understand bitcoins and bit currency. I thought about it, sir. I just don't get it. And I'm not a dapto. <laughs> By the grace of God, I've gone to school more than you have gone to school. Some of you. So something that you don't understand. God has blessed you with a little money. Go and buy cement. Iron rods. Stones. Sand. And continue building. Your colleague at the workplace has showed you something. An investment. And they say what? Under 1.5. What does it mean? 
I'm betting. Betting. Okay. I'm surprised. I hear that there are some students when their parents give them the school fees. Mom's school fees have a bet. They go and use it to bet. Sports betting. Have you not realized that you alone when you went to do the betting, you didn't win anything? I rest my case. Ask the person sitting by you. Ah, is the pastor talking to you? Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Avoid the distractions. You are in school. Trying to learn hard and pass your exam. But because you play football well, somebody has come to tell you that he's trying to make some moves for you to go to Qatar and go and play professional football there. Have you thought about it? If your house is not good, the day you land there, and the first match you play somebody from the opposing team will whack you Sambuga and from that day your leg will never be the same again and what is going to become of you have you seen some before you've seen some before his leg twisted it twisted he was a very good player. He's called what? Papa. And he went to follow these things. And he came back with a twisted leg. He lives in Lebanon. He's a real person. A real person. You know him personally. He went to follow some of these. He used to play what? Deportivo. That was the name of the team. Government school park was a very good player and he was a student and was taken away. He was not concentrating on his exams. My friend, if you want to be a footballer, try and be an educated footballer. Did you hear what I said? I said, try and be an educated footballer. Because I know of footballers. Who are doctors? Who are many years ago there was one like that. He was called what was his name? Zico? No, not Zico. Socrates. Socrates. That's why it worked for him. Eh? Oh, stop what you are saying. <laughs> you see, my brother is saying that these things we don't hear it about Ghanaian footballers. But you make a change and make a difference. Thank God for your gifts. Thank God for the ability that you have. But you have to understand that there's a time and a season for everything. And a good education never did anybody any harm. Rather, it will set you up for greater things in life. If Papa 
Say, Papa, who used to play for Dipotivo? I know, but my Dipotivo no. on the school complex park. Oh, school complex park. Honey. Had taken his education seriously. After they would get him and his leg turned into something else, he will come and get a job somewhere using the certificate he got as certificate. Am I saying something to somebody? Yeah. And especially you, the younger ones amongst us. I know you have a lot of dreams, a lot of aspirations, and there are a lot of temptations for you. Because sometimes you see your friends who are into internet fraud, who are into hacking, and into scamming, and you see the cars they are driving, you see the house that he has built, and you tell yourself, ah, me too, I have to cash out, I have to cash out, I have to collect, you see, so I'm suspending everything that I'm doing now. And I'm going to follow certain things. I've told you that when you're doing these things, ask yourself, which house do I come from? And what happens there? So some people, their houses are very hard. Like one guy. By the grace of God, he got an opportunity to travel outside the country. But he didn't tell his grandmother. Because you know the thing. Because they say that when the opportunity comes to travel and you start telling people, they will do you, you will not be able to go. He didn't tell anybody. He got on the plane. Then on the plane, he removed his shoes <laughs> to stretch his legs small. The plane landed. The pilot announced that in a few minutes we will be cutting down. Fasten your seat belt. Put your seats in an upright position. And let's get ready. The man was looking for his shoes. He couldn't find the shoes. I'm serious. He couldn't find the shoes. The plane touched down. He started asking everybody. Where are my shoes? Where are my shoes? He couldn't find the shoes. So he got down from the plane. Without his shoes. When the officials, the immigration officials, and when they saw him, looked at him without his shoes, they said, This guy, there's a problem with him. They sent him back. When he got home, he saw his grandmother who said to him, You are coming. Welcome. Next time, when you are traveling, Make sure you tell me before you go. I said, some people, their home no good. Oh. 
So as you are making certain moves, you have to move well and properly. But the point I want you to get is that for you to progress and advance in your life, avoid the distractions. They will try to distract you. They will try to confuse you. They will try to do everything to derail you. But keep your faith. Keep your focus. Continue to look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of your faith. I am declaring to somebody today that the plans that God has for you are great plans. Amen. There are plans to advance you in this life. Amen. There are plans to cause you to progress Amen. in this life. And as you follow these steps that I've shared with Jesus. you, you will arrive at your destination. Amen. And the plans of God concerning your life will be fulfilled and accomplished. Amen. I see greatness coming out of you. Amen. I said, I see greatness coming out of Amen. you. Amen. I said, I see greatness coming out of Amen. you. Amen. You will watch great. Amen. You will watch great. Amen. You will watch great. Amen. You will move forward. You will move forward. Amen. You will advance. Amen. You will forge ahead. Amen. You will make progress. Amen. You will prosper. Amen. You will succeed. Amen. You will be victorious. Amen. You will reach your destination. Amen. It will work out for Amen. you. Amen. You will do well. Amen. You will flourish. Amen. You will excel. Amen. You will be lifted on high. You will progress Amen. through this life. Clap your hands Both and give the Lord a shout of glory. Thank you, Jesus. Rise to your feet. Let's close. Sorry, Iradi beya manesi boye. Oh, beya. Ah, iradi beya. Iradi beya manesi boye. Minyanwe se wopa. Speak to the Lord right now. 
Tell him about your hopes and your aspirations. Tell him about the different areas of your life where you want to see progress and advancement. It may be to do with your Christian life. The Christian walk. To do with your relationship. To do with your marriage. To do with your health your finances your business you want to see progress you want to see advancement I want you to lift up those areas before the Lord today and cry out to him and tell him oh God my eyes are lifted up unto you I believe that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask Father do something new in my life do something new in my life do something new in my life let my dreams come to pass help me to advance and progress in Jesus name lift up your voices and speak to the Lord speak to the Lord speak to the Lord speak to the Lord cry out to the Lord Every head bowed and every eye closed. Somebody invited you to church today. And you want to say, Pastor, I've been touched by the word of God. When I look at my life, I can see that there's very little progress and there's very little advancement. My dear friend, to really progress and advance in this life, now I'm talking about real progress and advancement. You need the Lord. You need the Lord. You need Jesus in your life. And today I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. 
As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. If you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, wherever you are standing, perhaps you are even watching me, but wherever you are, God is able to touch you right there. If you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want you to lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hand very clearly. Lift it up very clearly so that I can see. God bless you. God bless you. Now I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. Right where you are. I'll say the words. And I want you to repeat them after me. And if you are watching me, and you lifted up your hand wherever you are pray this prayer with me and let's all join in this prayer say heavenly father today I come to you just as I am oh God I know that without you I cannot make it I know that I need Jesus in my life for my life to become better. Today, I surrender my heart to Jesus and I receive him as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve him. I will follow him. As I follow him, I know that my life will become better. I will advance and I will progress. Oh God, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. And let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Say another big Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.